Hi everyone, Joy here. I am very excited that you are on this interview today. That means that you're going to experience the one and only Blake Newbar. Now Blake is very well known in the ClickFunnels community and his claim to fame, if I can put it like that, is to make a million dollars in less than two months with one sales funnel. I mean, how incredible is that? And he's an amazing person to listen to. He's got some great insights, great advice, great tips. And you, I know for a fact that you guys will learn from this episode. Also, I do ask, please subscribe to my channel. Hit the bell button. I have a lot of great people that I interview. I have really got a lot of interviews on here. And I suggest that you, you know, hit the subscribe and the bell. And then you can just be informed when there's new episodes popping up with more interviews coming. All right, guys. I will check you in this episode. Have fun. Follow along on this podcast where I would be sharing my entrepreneurial journey with you all. This is my podcast, Entrepreneurial Journey, and I am Joy Nicholson. Hi everyone, as you guys know, I have started my podcast to share my entrepreneurial journey. And I thought, what better way to do that than to share the journeys with other entrepreneurs that have been there. And today I'm very honored to have a very great guy called Blake on my show. Hello, Blake, how are you doing? Hey, Joy. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Thank you for agreeing to be on my show. I know you're very busy, so I'm very honored that you're on my show, and I'm very excited, and I'm also a little bit nervous too, but thank you. Um, <laughs> I know your story, and I know you've told your story a million times, but um, how did you start? Like, And I'm talking not as recently, like in the very, very beginning. How did you start with your business? Yeah, so so for those who don't know, uh, my name is Blake Newbar, and basically what I do is simple. I help people market their services online, make campaigns. If you have an idea, if you, if you want to sell something, that's what I do. But it wasn't always that way. I, um, I actually fell into that role based on pure frustration, actually. I was working in a nine-to-five. I know a lot of us can relate. A lot of us actually start there. Um, and it's good, right? You get some good experience, but I think ultimately realize it's not for us. And I knew very early on it wasn't for me. And basically what we were doing, we were working on a project. Um, I was working for a fitness company. And we, our, our job was to teach people how to become certified personal trainers. And we were working on a, a, an amazing fitness product. It was like an online course. It had a textbook. It had all this cool stuff. And we put blood, sweat, and tears into this thing. And we were working on it. And we were building it. And at the time, I was like operations and like product development and things like that. But I didn't know anything about marketing. And when we were done building this thing, we handed it over to the marketing department and they, could, they couldn't sell it. Like they were, sending, they were running Facebook ads and they were sending it to like a website and like no one was buying, right? It was just like the wrong vehicle. And out of pure frustration, I remember one of the nights I went home and I was just hanging out. I was laying in bed. I was up all night out of, you know, because I was wondering like, you know, we, we work so hard on this thing and it's not selling. And I remember I was scrolling on Facebook and this ad pops up by this guy named Russell Brunson, who you don't know who Russell Brunson is. He's basically like a world renowned marketer when it comes to making the concept of the sales funnel very, very popular. Mm -hmm. And I scroll and, and I click on his ad and it brings me to, to a funnel at the time. I didn't know it was a funnel and it's just him going crazy on like talking about, you know, you need a funnel to sell your stuff. If you're marketing your products and services online, then you need a funnel. A funnel is your way that you're going to sell and instantly I was just like captivated. I was like sucked into his ecosystem. So I remember I, I went straight into the office. It was the same day. I didn't, I didn't no sleep. And I just started sketching out this sales funnel and the marketing department comes in. They're like, what are you doing? And I was just like, I think I know how, I know we're going to sell this thing. We're going to use a sales funnel. And they're like, what's that? And I was like, you know, don't worry about it. Like I'll explain it later. <laughs> and I call up, I call up while we were in, we were in business with a celebrity trainer at the time. His, um, uh, his name's Eric. He's an amazing guy. He trains like 
you know, Hugh Jackman, Tyler Perry, Tom Cruise, like all these, you know, big celebrity celebrities out in Hollywood. And uh, I'm like, Hey man, I need you to record a webinar. Like I'm going to, I'm going to write the script. My colleague and I will write the script, just record it. Once again, I had no idea what I was doing. I just, this was like off a 90 minute presentation and he, we record, we, we write the script. We send it to him. He sends it back like a week later and we, we plug it into this funnel. I just built my first ever funnel is a webinar funnel basically to, to deliver this presentation. And I go to the marketing department. I'm like, guys, turn on ads. But instead of running them to the website, run them to this funnel. And they're like, all right. And they run to the funnel and people start opting in and they start showing up for this presentation yeah. and they show up and, and they watch. And by the time we basically deliver the offer, which is basically the way of saying like, all right, it's time to purchase what we have, what we're selling. No one purchased, not a single person pulled out their credit card. No one bought. It was the most embarrassing, utterly just it, the life was sucked out of me. Like the feeling of just pure failure just came over my body. And I remember I was so frustrated again I remember walking outside and I was just like cursing out there. I was just so pissed about the situation. But I remember I walked back inside and I was like, let me try one more thing. Let me just like not give up yet. And I did the most basic primitive thing ever. And I remember I walked over to my computer and I clicked on the refresh button just to see what would have happened. And I clicked refresh and we had our first sale for $797. And it blew my mind that somewhere, some, someone across the world purchased this after spending countless days and weeks trying to market it it wasn't working and it, it, it completely changed how i viewed digital marketing and i remember I, I walked in the next day to that to that job and i quit and i basically set out on this journey for the next year of of learning digital marketing and sales funnels and offers and messaging and what does it really take to take your ideas and sell them online and i haven't looked back ever since that's I love that story. It is so cool. I've I've heard the story before, but just you telling it, it's like it's so exciting. Okay, so you are known for making a million dollars with a funnel, um, in a record period. And as far as I know, you still hold that record. And um, so can you tell people about that record? But not just about you know what like making the money with it, but also what was the key principle that you put in place to achieve that? Yeah. So um, this was during my journey. So. So I'm jobless now, right? I have no job. I'm basically studying to continue that story because it, it flows perfectly into this next thing is that I was, I had no job. I had no money coming in, right? I was broke. It was, it was the riskiest time of my life by far, but I knew I had to, I had to see this out. So I started studying under the greats, like Mike Dillard, who's a dear friend of mine now and, and Frank Curran and Dean Graziosi and, and Dan Kennedy and Brian Tracy and Russell and all these amazing marketers. And I remember I took this approach, like when I, when I had enough confidence, I, I created an Upwork profile. And if you don't know what Upwork is, it's just a freelancing website where you go and basically you say, I have this skill set, you have a demand, you know, you need something, let's work together on it. And I created a profile on it and I started like, I remember how noisy it was in the marketplace. I couldn't get any, many, many jobs because like, I was like, how much money can I make from this? How much money can, can I make from this? And I realized it was such a wrong approach and I started switching this mentality from like, how much money can I make to how much money can I make my clients? And I flipped this mentality switch, which was inspired by Eric back at my previous job. Um, and I was like, let me try this. So I get a call one day from a guy named Brian, Brian Page. He's, he, he had this idea, he had this concept, um, but he had nothing else, right? He had no funnel, he had no, no list, no audience, no proof of concept. It was ground zero. And he calls me and we have this long conversation. Eventually it turns into like, he needed a funnel for his business. So we partnered up on this concept and we just worked on this thing relentlessly. And basically I took this philosophy of instead of how much money can I make, I, I put blood, sweat, and tears into how much money can I make someone. 
and we worked on this project together and we had amazing help from uh, uh, Kristen Hayes, who is an unbelievable rock star when it comes to, you know, partnerships, strategic alliances. She's just, she knows, she knows the who's who, she knows everyone. And we all came together on this and we all had an important part. And basically, um, we, I worked as hard as I possibly could on this project and we did a million dollars in 43 days. We launched a record breaking funnel. I've never seen money like that in my life. Like I got, you got to remember I was on Upwork. I was used to charging like, like 20 bucks an hour. <laughs> and there was days we, we were doing $25,000 in a day. Like we were doing day, we were doing, there's some days we had 150,000 coming. It was the craziest thing in the world. And like, it was that shift in mindset mostly that changed for me. It was that more of like, let's just go for a win and let's see the peripheral benefits that that could happen. And it was honestly coming from a place of servitude has been my MO from that moment forward, because it, it's really all about people that come and work with you instead of, you know, you and yourself. And, and that was it. That was that two comic club funnel. It's on my wall back here. It's an eight figure funnel. Now we're about to get, you know, wow. hopefully about to get an eight figure award for it. So it's just, it's been an amazing experience to say the least. That is, that is so, so cool. Okay. So what is your, okay. So this is a different type of question. What is the three to five principal leadership skills that you would recommend any business owner should have in their business? Yeah. Um, so leadership wise, like you have to know how to communicate. Like communication is, is key. Like I think, I think communication can be a lost art. We have a lot of, we, it's funny, like we have more technology now to communicate, but yes, I, I feel like we're becoming more recluse, right? Like true leaders have to know how to leverage the technology that like you can run entire teams now using like from all across the country. And I feel like with more and more tools, it's almost like, I feel like communication is getting lost that true leaders understand how to communicate with their team, right? Like they, they know like what makes someone want to get out of bed for you. Not, it's not always money. It's like, it might be vacation time. It might be time with their friends and family. You have to truly understand who it is. And if you're able to articulate and communicate effectively, I think it's one of the most powerful skills to have. Another uh, amazing leadership quality or skill would be um, you got to know how to make decisions. You, 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 you can be wrong. It's better to be wrong than to not make a decision at all because at least you have the ability to learn from your mistake. And that's what entrepreneurship is all about. You're able to make mistakes, but keep pushing forward. So I feel like effective leaders, they're able to make decisions. And you, although there might be slight hesitation, you have to know that you have to have the confidence behind you to make that decision, which leads me to number three, which would be, you have to be confident. Look, like we all don't know the answers. Like any entrepreneur, if they're saying that, that they, they know every answer and they know where their company's going and, and what's going to happen, it's a complete lie. Like no one, as, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, you don't really know what's going to happen, right? You like to think, you know, you like to think you're in control, but yeah. I don't care if you're Zuckerberg with Facebook or if you're just starting out, no one truly knows where your company is going to go and what it's going to turn into. Okay. There is no magician. There is no genius behind it. It's just, you kind of hope and pray that your ideas that you have stick and that you're able to execute on them and they lead to fruitful things. Right. But you have to have that confidence to make, to, to push forward and to, to understand that, you know, all the dots aren't going to line up, but you have to have confidence knowing that one day you're going to find a way to make things work. And like, I would say that those are pretty three strong characteristics. I could probably go all day on leadership characteristics, but having the ability to make decisions, having the confidence in them. And then, um, what was my first one I said? Communication. Yeah. Communication. Yes. Key, right. Those three things, confidence, communication, um, the huge, huge things as well. So yeah, those would be the three I'd say. I love them. Thank you, Black. That's a good, that's a good insight. 
This is a different type of question. So if you can have dinner with anybody ever in the world, who will that person be and why? Dead or alive or alive? Make it a laugh. <laughs> okay, alive. Um, the person I'd probably would, uh, it'd probably be, it's a toss up, right? But I would probably go, right now, I'd probably go with Gary Vee. Um, if you were to ask me, maybe not too long ago, probably been Elon Musk. But now it'd probably be Gary Vee. And the reason I would go with Gary Vee now is because I think he's the most in tune and the most self-aware when it comes to things that are occurring right now and where things are heading, right? He knows where the puck is, but man, that guy has a keen, he has a talent to time where that puck's going to be. And, <laughs> and being in the profession I'm in, being in the social media and this digital marketing day and age, which is one of the most amazing times to be in live, I think it'd be an amazing experience to sit down with someone like Gary Vee. He, he was so self-aware and so in tune and so real and down to earth with how things are unfolding and how things are going to be in the future. Um, it'd be amazing to pick his brain to get strategic advice on where I could take this business. That's awesome. I love Gary Vee. He's such an inspiration. I struggle to listen with him with all the cursing because I don't really curse, but um, I can't <laughs> have my kids around, but it's all right. <laughs> Okay, so as entrepreneurs, we always focus on our business so much, we forget to take care of both us and our family. Um, is that something that you used to struggle with in the beginning? I still struggle with it. Honestly, I'd be the first to admit that I'm absolutely terrible when it comes to work-life balance. Um, I know how important it is. It's important. Look, at the end of the day, if you don't have your health, right, if you don't have, if you don't have a balance in that, you're not even able to execute on the things that you love to wake up and do every day, right? So it's important to have that. I am just... I'm honest with shit, you know, and, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not the best with that stuff. And it's because I'm just so focused on, look, work-life balance, it exists and it's important, but honestly, in the infancy stages of any business, I just don't see how it's possible, right? Like when you're starting a business and you're growing a business, it's some of the most difficult, strenuous, grueling times in your life. And to like really try and implement a work-life balance, like my hat's off to you. Cause I just, I just don't see how it's that possible in the beginning. Now that doesn't mean it has to always be like that. Like as you grow your business and as I, as you start building it, you start bringing on team members and you start putting infrastructure and systems and processes in place. Then you can almost buy back your time and start focusing on that work-life balance. And that's something I'm striving to get. It's, I mean, who knows? I might have that in place and still have zero balance, but do I think it's important? Absolutely. Do I do it? Not as much as I'd like to. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Um, I mean, I still have weeks where I work 70, 80 hours a week and I've got two children that I'm juggling. So yeah, it's, it's, I get hard. It. it's hard. And it, uh, to put yourself first as an entrepreneur is definitely not easy. Um, so I appreciate your honesty on that because um, yeah, it's, it's something that you really have to focus to get done, you know, and it's, well, you know, you forget, right. Cause like, look, when you're, when you're like a uh, quote by Steve jobs, when you truly have like a, and not verbatim, but when you truly have a passion for something, the, you don't have to be pushed. The vision's going to pull you. Right. Exactly. And, and you, you, you forget this balance stuff. You forget to eat healthy. You forget to exercise. You forget, you know, to call your parents, to hang out with your love. You just forget because you are so sucked into this idea, right? There's, there's this old saying that people don't have ideas. Ideas have people and they plague us. Right. And you almost forget to like focus on the balance and you concentrate on every working ounce of energy and what everything you, every waking moment to making your idea t come to fruition. And I feel like once you get to that point, you can start implementing procedures and, and, and policies, so to speak on getting that balance back. Mm. 
you mentioned focus quite a bit and, and it's interesting because this is something that I'm teaching my students these days because I feel like especially this time of the year focus is a really big struggle for a lot of people um, do you find that in your personal opinion or experience that you if you don't focus you're not successful is that like a, a thing for you um let's just say this I think I think most people struggle with focus myself included right I mean listen once again as entrepreneurs, we're like people are more like than different. And like anyone that says they're focused 24 seven on something like that's few and far between. I don't care who you are. Again, you could be running a multi-billion dollar business. Like we're human. We lose focus sometimes. And we like to chase two different rabbits. Although the result is not, it's not an, uh, an ideal result. Now I can say this. Do I focus all the time? No, I'm sometimes I'm an octopus on roller skates that has all this movement but i'm not going anywhere i'm chasing everything right like that's just how i am sometimes and i think that's important too to have some of that because you you start to get you start to see different things that you wouldn't see if you're just laser focused constantly i think having a creative chaotic phase of every business where you are focused on a few different things is important now if you want to put money in your bank account you want your business to grow you got to get you got to laser focus on something anytime my business partner and I, we've laser focused on something. We're just like, we're doing it. Two things happen. One, usually it's successful. And two, it gets done. And when, I, when, when, when you try and burn the candle at, at, you know, from both, at both ends, it, you're just in a place where it, gets become, it becomes really difficult to get things done. So although I know there's a time and place to be chaotic because some of the, some of the most amazing things come out of chaos, if you want to truly get things, get structured in your business and, and move forward, you have to knock things out one at a time. And the best way to do that is to go into a deep work state where you just focus, laser beam focus, hardcore on something. Yes. I love it. Um, yes. I completely agree with you. And, and, and it's hard. It's hard, right? Because like, Ooh, like know. you know, yeah. like so many opportunities are going to slap you in the face every day. And every single, most of them are going to sound good. You're going to make, Ooh, that sounds good. You have to remember that you, you got to ignore that stuff most of the time and you have to stick true. We have a philosophy. We don't say yes to anything that disaligns with where we want to go because all it's going to do is slow us down. It might be amazing. Like you might have an opportunity that could put, that could make this business grow, but it might not grow in the direction we want to take it. So you always have to remember like why you started and where you're at and where you want to go. And if you're not aligning, if you're not partnering up or having strategic alliances with people that can, where it's the synergistic effect where you help them, they help you. And together you guys grow bigger than your individual parts by themselves. Then I would just say no to it. And it's the hardest thing in the world because a lot of things are going to sound really good, but you've got to remember to say no usually. I love, I love the aligning with your business thing. I actually have a, I've got a mindset book and I just write everything in here because who knows, maybe two years down the line, the idea can come to focus or, you know, to yeah. practice. So that's the other side of it. Now, on a fun note, um, I saw a little video clip of you where you were riding a scooter. How was that experience, Blake? Tell me all about that. <laughs> oh man, yeah, we have. I have this. Uh, I have this uh, minds. This uh, not what we call it a mindset. This this uh, this youthful, playful kid spirit inside of me. Where anytime, like my business partner and I, we go to cons we have a consulting, like a high end consulting program that we we do. We fly into people's cities and things like that. And anytime we fly into cities that have scooters, we just love to get on and ride them. And we just do, we're just kids. We're just kids at heart. Um, and we just do dumb stuff sometimes where we just ride around the cities and, and just have fun, have a good time. Cause at the end of the day, if you're not having fun with what you do, then why are you doing it? So <laughs> yeah, like I, I would be the first to say that I'm pretty addicted to a scooter. If I know that the city carries it. it's the first thing I'm looking for. 
<laughs> I love it. I actually had my first scooter experience last week. And um, the only problem I had is that there was too many people and I, got, I couldn't go fast enough. That was my only problem. Um, <laughs> good problem to have. And my husband kept telling me to slow down. I was like, I don't want to slow down. But there was too many people. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and it's so much fun. All right. Um, second last question. If you have any advice to people that are struggling in their business, that's just not reaching that next level, what would that advice be? Um, do what I did. So I was in that situation, right? I think a lot of us become in that situation at first, right? You just, you don't, things just aren't taking off. They're just not moving. You're wondering why everyone else is having success around you and you're not involved in that. Yeah. The best piece of advice I could give you is one, you got to be patient, right? Like I, I, we failed for five, six years straight of 40 business ideas and you got to learn to fail and you got to be okay with it. And if, if you don't have that experience under your belt yet, don't freak out. Like you got to learn to be, to be patient with it. But most importantly, on top of that, you have to learn to go build relationships with other people in, not in hopes that you're going to, you're going to suck from them. Right. I, I, I think a lot of people build relationships with a manipulative mindset of getting something from it. And I think that's backwards. I think you need to go build relationships with people that one day, whether it's in a week or six years, you never know what can happen. Some, some shift can change in your business. Some shift could change in theirs where, where some partnership forms and it benefits both of you. So start what I call, you know, I didn't coin the term. I think it's Brian Tracy. Maybe I can't remember who it was, but start digging the well before you're thirsty. Okay. And, and start going out and, and networking. And, and I'll know, I know a lot of people don't like to network. Just go make friends. That's what I call it. Go make friends with other people and get to know them and start finding ways that you can help them out without any reciprocal mindset in return. Don't expect anything in return. And if you go build a new relationship, even once a week, you have 52 new relationships in one year. And what that can do for you or your business is something I can't even explain. But I feel like a reason that most people don't do it is because one, it involves work. And two, it's not a short-term strategy. It's a long-term play. But you got to remember something. In business, in entrepreneurship, this isn't a sprint. This is a marathon. And if you're here, you got to have tenure. You got to be willing to put in 5, 10, 15, 30, 40 years of your vision to make it all come to fruition. So if you have that heart and you have that stomach, start building relationships right now because it's going to come back tenfold in the future for you. That is so true. And I love it. And that's one of the reasons why I interview people on my podcast is not just to get something out of it, but just building those relationships. And I mean, that's why, and um, I learn a lot from the interviews as well. And that to me is more than I can ask. You know, it's just learning from successful people already that on its own is a massive game. You know, I don't need exactly. more. Yeah. Totally agree. So last, well, question statement. Uh, how can people reach you? What is that one thing that you can do for them that can take their business to the next level? I know you mentioned that you fly out and you go and see people, you know, so yeah. How can people get in touch with you if they're stuck in their business and you can help them? I have a Facebook group out um, called the Freedom Fighters Launch Your First Million Dollar Sales Funnel. And my whole job inside of that group is it's a bunch of rock stars, a bunch of amazing, 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 truly amazing individuals who are there each and every day engaging, commenting, sharing their stories. And the whole goal of that group is everyone is, is trying to achieve some type of freedom, whatever it is, right? Some people want the cars and the mansions. Some people want the power. Some people want to never have to wake up to an alarm clock ever again. Some people want the family time, whatever that means for you. My job inside of that group is to show you what you need to be doing online each and every day with sales funnels, your messaging, and your offers, creating these products, 
to get that freedom you're after. My goal is basically coaching people inside of that group. They ask questions, I provide answers, and it's just a community of amazing people each and every day waking up, trying to achieve that freedom. Or if they have that freedom, they're fighting to keep it. Yes. Do you still have your $1 funnel? No, that offer is actually different now. It's still called the social media lead machine. Yes. Um, it's, a, it's a different offer right now. Pretty close to the same thing, but slightly changed. The okay. $1 offer was originally given to the people who joined the group on the first day. Yeah, because I, I bought it, but I think I paid seven for it. I think I missed the $1 and I ended up paying seven or something like that. But it's great. Like, and that's how I actually got to know you because I heard it in another group that you were doing this $1 thing and then I actually ended up in there. So that was a great book. And I'm in your group and I must admit, like, if you're not in Blake's group, please go. We'll drop the link. Um, it's, a fa it's a really fantastic group. So I appreciate you, Blake, and I appreciate everything you do. You're a great inspiration to me and I know many other people. And um, thank you for you. Thanks, Joy. Truly a pleasure and honor to be on. Appreciate everyone listening. It's been an absolute amazing experience. And I appreciate that you, you agreed to be on this interview. And I know you're very busy, so it means a lot to me. But uh, yeah, so thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Joy. Bye.